Hello and welcome to Apple 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 Epilepsy. Keep working on it. Keep Episode thirty nine of the Statcast. <laughs> you just threw me by starting at ten. I wanted like, to feel you know how like I feel like in movies I've seen and they start at ten and they do the loud out count till you get right. about four and then you go silent. Right. So I was sitting here listening to you verbally yeah. out and then you got quiet and I went, Why did he get quiet? Oh, he's at three. Yeah. And then I looked up because we're pro- we're professionals. <laughs> professionals here. Professionals. Uh, hey, my Brandon. This is Sam. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing good on episode thirty nine of the Statcast. The Statcast. Um, well, next episode's forty. That yeah, we we are we are over the hill. F- uh, Thirteen episodes away from fifty-two full weeks worth of wow. a full year of content. Full years. Um, Where's our Xbox Series X? That's what I want right, to know. Right. Microsoft. Right. So we've been Microsoft. pitching. I don't we've care. been pitching Game Pass nonstop since, since so day one. <laughs> send us a, an Xbox Series X. And I'll be here with Brandon. And an S. And an S. We'll, we'll and I guarantee up. you, Brandon will put it through his paces. Oh, I will as quickly as possible Indeed. put it through his paces. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm good. It's been a while since we've sat and talked. It has. It's, it's kind of funny because it's one of those things that, don't get me wrong, I want to come and do the podcast, but man, like I was telling you, life just it it's is difficult it's that time of year it is that time of year our kids are hybrid now too so it's like kind of getting ready for they're back in school right they're I mean, actually going to school the, well, well my youngest has been in school but the oldest is now doing and you're your oldest yeah are, are your little ones in no we're gonna keep okay them. we're gonna them. continue the homeschool okay so they now on and then because of our last names are in the group together um our kids go together yeah. to school thursday and friday yeah and the rest of the the rest of the, was it was a through m i think go mm-hmm. monday and tuesday wednesday's right. an off day so how did your uh, kid enjoy going back or what did i think i honestly haven't had a chance to talk to him about it Life. monica monica said yeah. that he seemed happy but exhausted yeah when he got home uh he looked like he was struggling this morning he, uh, my my oldest is prone to spiral at times and his allergies were affecting him pretty bad uh, this morning, and he knew he had to be wearing a mask all day. Allergies. And you could see he was like starting to stress what about do you it. Do? Zer- Zertec him up. Um, I don't. She has some allergy thing she gives him. I don't know what it is, but he. Um, no, I wanted to. We literally we got home, um, ate dinner. The kids immediately went outside, started playing. So, and then I went and ran an errand. And I came back, and they were still playing. And then they scattered, and Austin came down here to play a game with a friend. Logan went to go do his own thing. And I was on a game on my phone, and I'm like, I'm just going to sit here. And then you're here. So it's like I've literally yeah. haven't even had really time to talk to him about yeah. it. So Yeah. I mean, in yours, did she? Yeah, she loved it. She loved She was happy as can be, which doesn't surprise no. me a bit. She's, no, a, doesn't. she's a social butterfly. She loves the interaction with the teachers, with the, right. her friends at school. Um she thrives on that. And so it was one of those that like, I didn't have any else. She got up at five 30 to start working on her makeup, <laughs> which well, is just like, you know, it's one of those things that you're like, it's, it's coming. It's right. coming. And Emily and her went out and clothes shop the other day, but her, she, you know, new pants, new outfits, stuff like that, stuff that she kind of needed. Right. And I think she was really excited to be doing all that. It was funny because Austin was, um, so they've, he's been doing virtual for the first month and he, he was like, I need to make sure I'm up for whatever, you know, on time for everything. He's kind of been slugging it around trying to get him up in the mornings. Um, but and even this Monday, because the schedule started where they had to be up even earlier, Monday and Tuesday this week. 
and it was like I still woke him up. Six o'clock this morning, he woke me up and scared the crap out of me <laughs> because my son can't ever just lightly wake anybody up. He basically walked over and went to my leg. Dad, what's up? What, what, what? Oh, my God. What? What is happening? Why are you awake? Why is it pitch black in here? And he was like, uh, do you know where my shoes are? I'm like, and I looked at my phone. And I'm like, why are you? What time does your bus get here? It doesn't get here for an hour. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> And then I just had to like re like set my whole brain as to what was happening. Hey, at least was... you're not having to drag him out of bed. You know right. what I mean? No. I remember we had some good friends of ours and this was like, kinda, as we're all working on like trying to get our kids to go to bed at night and everything. And I remember, you know, you know how it is. You get your kid to bed. You're kind of like, sweet, my free time, parent, adult free time. Right. And our kids were like, we'd start getting them ready for bed around eight. We'd get them in bed around eight 30. They'd be asleep and stuff. And we're like, sometimes we're like, man, it's such a drag. We have to go through the routine. And some of our friends were like, oh man, our our kids don't go to bed till like midnight. Like we work all night. And I was like, what? Right. And we're kind of the same way. Cause bedtime starts at seven 30 because we know like the routine starts at seven 30. Some nights they're asleep by nine 30. Not typically the older they get, the harder that oh, it's like to where by the time they are asleep, like, cause that is, that is for a lot of parents. That's their time to spend time together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and you know, I'm, so freaking exhausted from work and i'm like i try to give my wife as much attention as possible i'm like okay hey we'll watch tv what do you want to talk what do you want to do but like even lately like we were talking about how it's that time of year like 10 30 10 45 hits and i'm like i'm ready to go to bed can we mm-hmm. just talk in bed and then i don't usually last that oh, long yeah. once we get to oh the yeah I, I get really bad about laying like laying down to watch like a show with emily and I pass out yeah. and then I'm like, so what happened? And she's like, well, what's the last thing you remembered? And I'll tell her and she'd be like, that's what you remember. That's that was like, remember. that was two minutes into the show. <laughs> she's like, holy crap. I got to say this too. While we're yeah. there tomorrow, been married to my wife for 16 years. Congratulations. How awesome is that? That is very awesome. I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, but I love you, Emily. And if you ever do listen, this will be a special podcast just for you. There you go. So, but yeah, that's, yeah, I'm, just, I'm we are on 14 That's this awesome. year so yeah. yeah next year's 15 for us. one of my favorite things about it is that her sister her younger sister and her husband um like they've been together since like high school or whatever right and we me and her have like a kind of a rib that like we don't really like each other but we're fine with each other you know we get along right. fine and everything but this is like the one thing we hold above their relationship even though they've known each other long we've been married longer Wow, really? And so, yeah, because they got married after us because they were younger. You know, oh, right, right, And right. so, like, you know, but they'd been together for longer. So we have, like, I think two years on them or a nice. year or something. So it just it feels good because <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, but you've not been married as long as us. So, um, Sam, I know we were talking about how busy life is and family's taking a lot of time. But I know you have done a little bit of gaming mm-hmm. because you tried out the PlayStation version of the remote play. Yes. And we talked about that yeah. a little. I didn't ask you any specifics. Like, what did you play? How did it? Ghost of Tsushima. I loaded okay. that up. Now, I didn't have a controller with me, and that would be the best experience. Right. Obviously, just because the, the, the tactile. The clips and stuff they make for Xbox, mm-hmm. also they make yeah. for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So as long was, as you have a Bluetooth controller. So here's the funny thing, though. So I pulled it up on the PlayStation Portable, whatever it's right. called. I'm not sure. Put, pulled it up, and I was like, cool, that works. Wait, you still have a PSP? No, no, this was on my phone. Oh, okay. You no, just no, mean no. the app. Yeah, okay. the app. I just pulled okay. it up on my sorry, phone. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I pulled it up on my phone, loaded it from where I was, it booted up my PlayStation, 
Ghost of Tsushima was in my disk drive, so I popped into that, and I was like, it's working. Like, I'm actually, like, doing Where stuff Where were you? Uh, undisclosed location. Okay. <laughs> so, but I was somewhere where it had Wi-Fi, so right. I, but I was outside of my house. Right. And so I was like, wow, that actually works. And then uh, I was like, well, that's cool, but... I don't know that I'd want to play games like this. Right. Not and I was with, like, not, okay. The controls on the screen are just like very... Yeah, not with... And even with a controller, and I was like, you know, as excited as I was like about xCloud and like thinking about getting it, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. No. no I'm not going to do it. Though it's, it is funny because we bought our kiddos a Google Chrome pad that has like a detachable keyboard for school. Oh, okay, okay. You know, our younger ones that were homeschooling. And... Game Pass works on it. Nice. So I'm like, well, that's cool. And it's, of course, it's a little larger screen. I checked right. it and I mean, everything works with it. But once again, it's kind of funny when you're like, I want something so bad. And then once you have it, you're like, meh. Meh. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how it became like immediately <laughs> almost. And I was like, man, I am so glad I didn't go out and spend a bunch of money uh, on buy something. Buy a whole brand new phone. Yeah, and switch exactly. That's something that I would have been like, hmm, I mean, so, it's kind of neat. So where are you at? Or, or without, I guess, where are you at? how are you enjoying Ghost of Tsushima the story you're at? Yeah, I like it. Have you gotten much further? No. I haven't got much further, but I do like it. It's a beautiful game. Um, I mean, they did justice to that that world, basically. So, have you played anything else? Uh, I did. I'm trying to remember. I started Spirit Fair because I'd heard so much good feedback about it. Yeah, I started it, but I haven't. Yeah, I haven't gotten out long enough to make a judgment call or anything. But I've heard it's one of those that it like you can actually like get emotional with it, and I was like, oh, I'd be okay with like a game kind of like causing me the feels so right. i was like i was like i'll give this a shot uh and there was one other thing i popped in but i can't remember so what have you been playing um i've honestly only thing i've been playing is animal crossing they'd had their fall update with all the halloween stuff they're prepping for their um november is when the leaves start changing colors in the game um i don't you didn't have it at the time i don't think but during may they did um a cherry blossom yeah. season yeah, yeah, where they I had the cherry that. blossom yeah. leaves blowing they're gonna have a fall season the fall leaves are going to be blown. Mm-hmm. You can pick up the orange mm-hmm. leaves and stuff. So, um, but right now they're doing the Halloween stuff. We're we're redoing our whole island, so we're working on doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think so. you're playing. You must be playing it the right way because I have felt her feel like I've heard some people at after a time get angry, be like, "It's out of content." It's like, well, you're not supposed to rush through it. I think you're you're, spo- you're, not. you're supposed to enjoy it in the season during a time right. changing up your you know island and just kind of like taking it easy yeah it's not a game to the, like get to the end game well, and right roll and, creds but, but the thing is you almost want to get to the end game so that you can do that like mm-hmm. so you can but you know like i have a friend of mine that i work with she obsesses over the game she recently just reformatted her whole island started over from scratch um her her fiance has a switch and she like offloaded all her stuff onto his so that she could keep all her stuff and then she just wanted a different layout as to where the community center was based off of with the uh, where the airport is because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the, the they place them in weird spots in the game when you start and um, so she started over and she said she's I was actually surprised it only took me like two days to get to the end game but she oh. also time travels a lot oh, which is gotcha. fine gotcha, but gotcha. and it's really it is really quick to get there if you know what what is the requirements are but the problem was like. She knew she likes she likes to time travel a lot, and so there was the update for October, but so she wanted to get all the things, but she wanted to work her way up to current October, 
So she went to October 2019 to start, and she was mad because she couldn't access all the stuff. I'm like, well, the encoding in the game and everything is for 2020. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. not it's not meant to. So to like everything back, starts. Right. Like, so you can move ahead. You have the update installed, so you can move ahead to October. That's 1st. actually kind of cool that it doesn't have the updated stuff a year ago. I think right. that's kind of. I think it is too. So, interesting programming, but but it's, well, you think of it at the same time, all the stuff is like. They put in that you get the update before it goes live. So the game knows it goes live in the future on this date when it hits. Mm-hmm. So if you go back, yeah, it it's not exist. there. Right. So, but she gets she's so into it and she gets so mad at when the game won't let her do certain things. That's funny. But what's funny is I'm so casual in the way I play, even though I do very little, like little time increment changes, but it's only to like go forward a little bit and then go back. Like, so like I said, we're reorganizing the island. So I've been moving villager houses to that extreme end of the island so that I can reformat the middle of it. Well, I'll tell Tom Nook I want to move it. And it's like, okay, it'll be 24 hours. Well, save, move, Not my move, world. Bad move back. And like in the matter of like two minutes, I'm back on the current day, the house is moved and I can start working on the spot I was mm-hmm. working on. So, but no, I'm, it is, I, if you're not playing the game to relax and enjoy the time around you mm-hmm. while you do it, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to when the leaves change November 1st and yeah. the upcoming updates. And Which is, that's the thing is I haven't touched it in like weeks, right. but it's a game that I'm like, I kind of think about and I'm like, oh, I could hop into it again and go around the island, see what's new yeah. and be happy with that. See, and it'd be interesting. Like say you turn it on after the 1st of November, the leaves have changed colors yeah. on all the trees and yeah, you're like, like, it's like time has passed. That's a cool touch. Yeah. So it's, you know, and I was telling Monica, we were trying, I was trying to move around. I redid it. I was trying to do a cool specialty entrance. So you get, if anybody comes onto the island, gets off of the plane and I have this nice little interesting thing. Well, I, I lined the trees up a specific way because I know during the winter and Christmas, they actually decorate the pine mm. trees to look like Christmas trees. So there's two of those. And then there's three regular hardwood trees. Those are the trees that the leaves change colors on. And those mm. are the trees that, you know, and then there's one of our normal fruit trees just a place off the side. So when you walk in during Christmas, immediately you'll have trees with stuff mm-hmm. during fall, immediately changing. You know, I was like, I thought it would be have a cool look to it. So didn't you also this is sorry, jumping to subjects. Did you get Hades? Is that what I heard? I have I got Hades and I've played it for like maybe 30 minutes. I okay. haven't gotten that far. I want to. Yeah, it's a time restraint thing. Okay. So gotcha. Understood completely. It's a game that I've got kind of on my backlog in my mind of right. wanting to download and play, but we'll once thing time. It's time also one of those things where that we were talking about spending time with our wives and then yeah. Monica really likes watching me play mm-hmm. Animal Crossing because she has questions. Yeah, she does. She thinks it's cute and mm-hmm. like all this other stuff. Yeah. Anyways. Um <laughs> Young Sheldon is going very good, thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it is. Other than that, so I have no, so my Hades playing I think is restricted by most of my game playing has been with my wife so that she can watch okay. what I'm doing. Um, yeah, other than that, I really I, haven't. The thing that like gets me excited about trying it is is like a roguelike where the dial there's a story. Oh yeah, that's what gets me being. Like, and it's all I, right. I like the the dialogue is good. Yeah, and, and they say not, that like death is part of the game, so they yeah. they like created the fact that like hey you're gonna die but we're gonna. Keep right. the story going. But not in a, a Souls-like where you're going to die. Yeah. And screw you. And it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, it's going to kick you in the butt. Um, and I also heard um, on another podcast that they had recorded over 300,000 lines of dialogue. For wow. It. 
That's a lot of dialogue. That's a lot of dialogue. <laughs> For a game that, I, from what I understand, doesn't even take that long to finish. No. But I'm just like, but that's kind of cool if you're not seeing the same thing over and over. Right. And it depends on how you play it. And yeah. That's cool. Um, let's get into... We, I, you look at this paper I made, and it kind of looks like there's a lot of stuff there, but it, it's more just talking points. Um, That's right. A big Give news, these talking points to me. A big news that I want to talk about that I find inter- very interesting, but also hilarious. I think we've had this discussion on the show of when I play a Nintendo game, and I have to go back to playing a Sony or a PlayStation or an Xbox game, and I've been playing the Nintendo game so long, I get screwed up over the input being what would be B or circle instead of X or A. Well, Sony has decided that, I guess, in Japan, and I didn't know this, they've kept the same Nintendo-style enter input and, and cancel buttons being circle with circle being the enter and X being the cancel for forever for the life of the PlayStation, but now they're changing it. Yeah, which is funny. Like, I did actually know this prior to it because I guess in Japan, like, zero is like the accept. You know, you right. accept something where X is like, you know, you're saying no to it. So, you know, for that Which reasoning, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, like, to say, okay, you're Xing out of something versus, like, oh, you accept it, you know, right. whatever. Um but it does kind of speak volumes that they're like, oh, they're changing it away from what Japan's used to. Right. Do you think that's going to... Deter anybody there? Yeah. No. No? Not 100%. There's probably going to be, I mean, just people making, you know, like, oh, how, why would you change this? But it's not going to stop anybody. It's very interesting because, like, one of the footholds that Microsoft has not been able to really, really mm-hmm. get a hold of is the Asian market with the Xbox. If this would be their only chance, and I only say it because um, the PS5 is so big and the Xbox Series X is so, is smaller. It's not like tiny, but it's right. much smaller. And I know that they, back in the day, that's one of their bigger criticisms of Xbox right. back in the day, which I don't know. I don't think that's enough, but whatever. I, I said this in our chat and I even took sent a picture to a friend of mine who's Asian, um, Sup Tom. I don't know if he listens to this. But I said, so I said, hey, I said this. And then afterwards, I wondered if I was a little racist in the way I said this. But I'm going to ask you if it was bad or not. And he thought it was hilarious because he goes, well, you're right. Because I said, we were discussing the size of the, the PlayStation. And in the breakdown, I said, well, it's at least half of a small Asian man. Because it the guy that broke it down, it took up his entire torso. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <clears throat> damn, that's, it's, it's a big, it's a big, big. boy. It is um, big. Speaking, of, speaking of the teardown, Sony finally did a teardown. Gosh, man, is there something, not, like nothing better than a teardown? I don't even know why. I, I think it's cool watching things disassembled. Yeah. And it, and, and what's really good about it is it's not chaotic. It's yeah. here's a piece. We're laying it down. And like the end picture, because the, there's an end picture of like the last two, or the both Xboxes, an end picture of the last two, the last one in the current PlayStation, where it's just they're laid mm-hmm. out, and it's like, yeah, whoa. And I, I liked on Reddit somebody took pictures of these and was like, when you buy a brand new video game console at IKEA, yeah. this is what it comes like. <laughs> Yeah, well, and it's funny because I've seen like the deconstructed like police vehicles where like all the stuff that is kept in a police vehicle is right, like laid which out is and nuts. then the people lay out next to it as well right. and it's like holy crap I guess like Batman's belt like his Whoa, utility belt yeah, you'd yeah. be like he's got all that right plus all his hidden gadgets yeah um, 
I like that you so, threw that in there. So other than you like... And his hidden gadgets. His hidden gadgets. Ask Catwoman. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> is that what she calls They them? are married, sir. I know. Okay. <laughs> I'm aware of this. Um, so the really quick details that were, I guess, uh, my dog keeps barking for some reason. And not only that, I know in a comic book, Batman has hung dong. So He has, so much so that the... Uh, <laughs> People bitched about it and were like, we need to remove this from comics. I love it. Oh, it's the best. Like, you couldn't even really see it. And I'm like, really? This is the shit people are getting worked up over? Or does it surprise you? Um, anyways, uh, during the teardown, a couple of things that were um, notable. The primary uh, SSD is attached to the motherboard. It's soldered in. But they have spots for memory addition. Mm. Um, and it's basically, I don't understand any of it, from what, I, but what I have read trying to understand it and search the internet is basically there's a specific style of SSD card and it's pretty much a, the ability to use any a specific style of this card it can do any any card that mm. fits this it'll do it'll accept but that doesn't mean that it's PlayStation approved to mm-hmm. and apparently Sony's going to be releasing more info about what what yeah. they suggest for adding. Yeah, because um, I even looked it up because there were a couple articles about that. And I was like, well, what is the price? Because, you know, everybody gave right. Microsoft like, oh, man, your SSD is one. Well, the one terabyte's about the same. And it for, is. It's like pretty much yeah. like price. And I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah. Like, was, that's, the, that's not really, there's no difference. Right. The, the I would say the only real maybe edge is that you're not having to buy Microsoft or Sony's card. There are other brands, and then once it's become more commonplace and more people are developing mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and hopefully that'll make Microsoft drop theirs, which I know a lot of people are like, well, will. it's proprietary. But I'm like, and don't get me wrong, I had a 360 back in the day, and those hard drives never dropped in price. No. Never. So I would hope that Microsoft would be like, let's stay, you know, um, let's stay competitive with them let's actually like drop these prices right. or release you know other parties can re- release this on there and then you do have the nice factor at least with their card it's just plug plug in right and out, which is which nice. you know that was a killer for the vita and then was sony making a proprietary mm-hmm. yeah you know memory yeah. for it and it, it was one of the big knocks on it and why it, mm-hmm. I, in my opinion i think it ultimately failed yeah i think but then at that point comparable memory was cheaper though that's true. the big thing whereas That's, this is, that is this is like true. similar price yeah. and so it's kind of like okay so if Sony's Sony's prices start coming down hopefully and this is why competition is good right. Microsoft will look and say we got to drop the price on these well right because know, so when the 360 came out it was going up against the PlayStation 3 that had no changeable memory yeah. of any kind um, the uh, the uh, where you have on the Xbox where you just plug it in it's not that simple on the PlayStation but it's not necessarily hard because the panels really do pop mm-hmm. off what looks like really easily. And I'm really excited for like getting wraps made and shit for that. Um, before we move away from the hard drive, though, I'm just curious, would you plan on upgrading yours? Not right away, but I will. You would. It no. took a while before I hit a point where I needed to. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. So It's one of those things, I will say, because like, I bought an external for my Xbox forever to go and you know, just right. plug it for like an extra 500 Plus gigs. Plus there's that. Yeah, you can do external and it's not that big of a deal. And I, from what I understand, the transfer speed is pretty pretty good and everything um and it's just for me it's kind of someday down the line if i'm like finally get that urge to like all right i'm ready to get into it right i'm like i don't have a problem with deleting items and stuff like that no. and, you know moving i've never i've never really had a problem with that yeah. where i start having issues for me like with my ps4 
was my kids playing it. Mm. And I started accumulating games that weren't games I was playing. And that's what started filling up my hard drive gotcha. the most. So then I, and this was before Sony had uh, given the function to use external devices. Mm. And I was like, I could get an external terabyte for, or two terabyte for like 70 bucks at the time. <clears throat> and all you had to do was pop the case off of it, unplug the one from inside the PlayStation 4 and pop it in. I have yet to hit any kind of issue with my yeah. thing. Good. So without, good. and the kids, my kids are not going to be playing my PS5 for a while. <laughs> Every game that they're going to want to play is, is going to be on both. Yeah, so this is dad's. So, yeah. um, so again, the ability to use an external, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. I probably will at some point. Because I just you know yeah. games games will always keep getting yeah. bigger and it'll be nice to just yeah not have to not have to but yeah plug right but man how nice yeah if that price comes down I mean even fifty bucks would be great right for each, we'll see each, and then we'll see and then that that is the big deal because Microsoft's the one that's gonna be making their storage yeah whereas any brand that makes SSDs can start mm-hmm. pimping pumping them out as long as they are compatible yeah so at some point I feel like Microsoft would have to. Yeah. do something um but the, it's easy to it, anyways the maintenance i thought it was like shit they made these dust collectors mm-hmm. which i don't know how well that's gonna work because i don't until we see it in action yeah but um that's the, always the, the question right the sides pop off and they're like oh just vacuum here and here and you're done and the you can you can it looks like you can actually remove the fan without voiding the warranty oh that's interesting right so so yeah. there's a part where he pulls off a big strip but that completely unhooks the fan. It looked like really all you had to do was unscrew the plates and you mm-hmm. could pull it out. It'd still be plugged in. Yeah. But blow it out or vacuum it that way and then put it back in. But yeah. I I mean, there were a lot of parts, way more parts than there are on the Xbox Series X or as well, I guess they did they do a deconstruction? Not on for the, the S? S. Not yet. I think that's a lot of what people are wanting too. Like we want to know really what is inside the S. Yeah. I will say, and I've never thought this about a console. They showed the inside picture of an Xbox Series X with the case off of it. Mm-hmm. It looks like that shit's crammed mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, like there's no space. Like where's the fan? Like how does that work? Yeah. Which made me a little, which made me go red ring of death, red ring of death. Right. I was like, no. Yeah. No, it's okay. <laughs> this is honestly the part where, like, I, I think that I am will hold, because I know there's going to be redesigns down the line. Oh, easily. And I was like, I think that's what I'm going to Within the for. first year. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait for, because that Chunky Boy PS5, I'm like, nah, man, I can't do that. That's just too gaudy. It's too out of control. But it will slim down. It'll oh, find yeah. a way to, like, make it look more sleeker and together and everything. And there will be exclusives on it that I want at that point. Um, and same thing with like the Series X. I'm like, I'm sure they'll figure out a way to slim it down and you know oh. make it smaller. And I was yeah. like, and then, yeah, yeah, before. Um, something I found interesting, and I guess I didn't realize how big of a deal. People always complain about, well, you know, first person shooters are it's easier, better play on PC than it is on console. And one of the things I was like, okay, I don't know why everybody always makes this argument. I just suck at Black or Call of Duty, so I just assume I get die a lot because I'm not that good at it um, but call the, they announced it on the new black ops they're adding a field of view slider and somebody posted on reddit what does it matter somebody else posted a picture this is why it matters and it was a screen we had all this open area of the map that this guy person was playing on call of duty and then a box in the middle that was like only this big and it said 
PC field of view, console mm. field of view. And there was a building right to the left. And all you could see was the very edge of the building and a window. But on the PC, you could see that window, the edge of the building, and the whole other half of the building. Oh, weird. And I'm like, oh. And which there was like two or three replies yeah. going, oh. So this is, are, is this kind of like the person that has three monitors and then they... No, it was a just... straight widescreen monitor. That's weird. So like the fact that you have the slider now, you're going to be able to adjust that. Why? Why is it so different? I don't know. Both. Especially when you, like, I feel like monitors for the most part for computers aren't that big, but for a TV screen, I feel like it's so much bigger. Why? I don't, you, you know who would probably weird. know? Zach. Yeah. We should ask Zach. Yeah. Zach, if you're Zach listening. Yeah, we need to get Zach back on here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they've added that. I found that very interesting. I'm going to yeah. skip this next thing because I kind of want to put a little more in depth on that later. You do it. Um, PlayStation 4 and Xbox I'm skipping two of these. I see that. You're skipping three of them. Games of Gold. Games with Gold. Oh, I am. Oh, you skipped all the way to the bottom. I'm tired. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting to record till 9 o'clock. Sam and wow. you were over here earlier. Um, okay, do this. EA, EA Play Yeah. joins Game Pass November 10th, basically with a launch. Yeah. Um, which I actually thought they were going to do it earlier. I don't I know always, if they... I like, heard had heard that it was going to be... Launch? With launch. I don't know. I, thought, it's, I think that the first time I was like, oh, when is that joining? And I looked it up and I was like, oh, okay, November 10th. I don't know what it was. I just assumed it was going to be before October was over. I was kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. They just announced it yeah. pretty early, I guess. But at the same time, I still want to know how that's going to apply to people who've already paid mm-hmm. <clears throat> for uh, EA Play. Because I don't, one, I better not get renewed for it again. Yeah. And two, I feel like I should get some kind of compensation towards my subscription for game pass ultimate can i go off on like a little tangential subject so okay so you know fortnite you know the biggest game in the world this is a really big tangent it is but you know how like you can get a season pass and then when the season pass while you're playing through it you can earn enough points or v bucks to eventually unlock the next season works the same with rocket league but yes so um somebody the other day oh justin shout out to justin um he was telling me about, you know, the Xbox has like a Game Pass point system. Yeah, the point system. Did you know you can use points to pay for Xbox Game Pass? I did if not If you know get that. enough. I know. I did not know I that. I didn't know that either. And he said that to me when we were hanging out on Emily's birthday. And I was like, interesting. So then I just went I to go. I have a lot of points. I went to go look at it to see. I was like, well, what are the what does it break down to? So 12,000 points gets you a month of game pass 36 35 or 3400 it's not it's not equivalent to 36,000 like 12 times 3 it's not equivalent to that 12,000 or 1200 12,000 okay 12,000 and then it's like 34,000 gets you three months of game pass and I was like wait a second here is it possible that if you were to jump on there, because they have like weekly challenges, yeah. monthly challenges, Dude, daily I, every challenges. Every time I open a game, I play in Game Pass. You get I play points. it for 10 minutes. And I'm like, you, you've unlocked it. Yeah, and then you've got to go redeem it, basically, and you get the points for it. But I was looking at mine, and I have like 7,000 or something like right. that. I was like, I have 7,000. But 7, they expire. They, the points do expire. Oh, I didn't know that. That's good you, to know. I, for, I, I'm pretty sure they expire because I've gotten this, you know, you're, you're, you're almost to the end of the yeah. month. Your points are whatever. But then I was, I was just kind of wondering, because I was like... Would it be possible if I dedicated time to this? And I was like, hey, I'm just going to start seeing what the like easiest achievements are, things They're to get done. They're all easy. 
They're like for the most part all easy. Not all. I mean, there are some. Hard there are ones, some that are like. I mean, because there's some you can get for like a thousand points for on and stuff right. like that. But I was like, could I just have Game Pass paid for? Like, if I if I were to do this, just just a little thing that I was as you're talking about the EA Play, I was like, well, that's going to add more tinder to the fire for oh, like right. something for you to especially work if towards. they add those point yeah. a point system to that. Yeah, and so I was just when I was looking at it, it made me think of that like Fortnite model, Rocket League model, that kind of like season pass model, and I was like. Surely there's somebody out there that is just going in, getting the points, paying for Game Pass, and like, right. and just by, by playing games, nonetheless. Huh. It, it just I'm going to do some more research. Then, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, I thought of that as I saw that EA Play thing joining Game Pass. But. Yeah. No, I'm going to, I'm going to have to look into that too. And I'm, especially because I actually think I have the Game Pass app. I'm curious to know how many points you have. Um, I will say, and on to, to go along with this, and something I didn't actually put on here for the notes, but uh, Sony is updating their trophies. Yeah. they've. I don't understand why or how even. From what I've gathered and what I've seen a lot of opinions, it looks like it's basically so it looks like you're actually doing more with more often getting feeling like you're being rewarded for the trophies. Didn't they update it already? They did they actually did it today. Okay. Because mine, say, mine like updated posting. Mine was at, um, cause I looked at it last night and I was at level 15 cause it was, it went from zero to 99 and now it's zero to nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So I was at level 15. Yeah. Um, and you basically, you get more bigger reward points for doing, the higher trophies. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm at three something. Um, and I looked at yours and you were at like 180. Is that like an accusation? I feel like you just. No, it's not an accusation. It's just saying that I'm better at you. Than <laughs> it. <laughs> it is an accusation. <laughs> you piece of crap. Um, it says I have 2,933 points. Okay. I have no quests to turn in. Yeah. But so like here, quests, play game pass, five points. Yeah. You know, log, the thing. log into the mobile app, five points. Like, that's... So, I mean, throughout the month, you could basically earn 300 points just by, like, popping open a game and getting on your Game Pass app. Yeah, just get 300 points right there. So, I mean, you know, that doesn't add up to 12,000, but, you know, all the other things. Yeah. You got to wonder. I just, just kind of an interesting little huh. Um Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus have new games this month, Ooh. and I'm glad I just finished that drink before no I just joke. knocked it over. Um, first, I'm going to go ahead and talk about what the new games are for this month. Uh, PlayStation 5 is uh, Need for Speed Payback and Vampire, which Vampire is one of those games I always see people talking about and playing, but I've Same. never played it. Um, I think it's on Game Pass. Yeah, so it is. Um, and then Xbox Games with Gold uh, for the first through 31st of the all month. Uh, Slayway Camp. Wasn't sure what it was. I actually don't know what any of these games are. I watched the little trailer for that. It looks like a... Minecraft looking um, what's the like Hitman Go what's that word it's like oh blocks. right 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 and you're I'm, playing the, the guy and you're like moving on blocks to try to take out characters it's kind of like a board game type yeah. movement yeah, thing yeah, for yeah, yeah. Um, Sphinx and the Cursed Money don't know what that is didn't know what it was and then for the uh, the middle of the month to the middle of the month of next month is Made of Scare Scur Made of Scur it's a scare game I think well and Costume Quest um, I feel like PlayStation just because I know what those two games are and I don't know what those other games are. I played the Costume Quest. It's a good Halloween game. Is it's it? a, I'd say turn-based 
game, like is a it? turn-based, like kind of like a fine old fantasy, Final Fantasy, where you go out. It's very cutesy. Oh, okay. It's um, double fine. Oh, well, then I'll yeah, try it. Good humor. <laughs> cutesy. Costume quest? Yeah. Yeah. Done. And they've actually got a sequel. Oh, okay. So it must have gotten enough interest you had me at double fine sam yeah i know like at double fine. <laughs> it's just gotten some of the good so um so october this being the last month before the new systems come out so i thought it would be fun to see what the last set of free games were on the ps3 and xbox 360 um on october 2013 playstation 3 uh playstation plus games were now they used to give out way more games at this point but far cry 3 which is a very good game uh, i highly suggest people play it uh, Dragon's Dogma, I've heard of, never actually played it. Good. God bless you, sir. Dragon's Dogma is really good. Is it's it? like a, um, a, oh shoot, Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. But with, um, oh man, I don't know how it's like Shadow of the Colossus, um, but with like a fable-esque type. Oh, okay. Like world, the like world, the kind the... of like you explore and stuff. But you can climb all over these huge monsters. Oh, and I'm always that's always good. Oh, okay. Um, Gianna Sisters, don't know what that is. Um, they all, they also gave out two games for Vita, which was Katamari and Street Fighter X Texan X Tekken. I think that's Cross Cross Tekken. Oh, this is PlayStation. Yeah, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Yeah, because it's not an X button. No, nope. it's Cross button. Exactly. Um, which really does make sense. I know. I know people say no, it's an X, and I get why people want to say it's an X, but all the other three buttons. are are shapes so, so why can't it be across why has it got to be an x yo right um xbox 360 october 2013 might and magic that was actually okay it's a card game is it yep. uh clash of heroes mm, don't remember that one eh, eh. it's another one of those small indie developers um halo 3 which hmm. i thought was kind of weak I've never really heard of that. Halo what, 3? Tell me about this Halo. Halo 3? Yeah. Um, you wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. Probably not. It runs on a PC. From oh, like definitely wouldn't. Horrible I'm textures. Out. I'm out. Um, I thought this was interesting because Halo 3 came out in 2006. And at this point, Halo 4 was already out. Mm-hmm. And now they're giving out Halo 3. I feel like that's kind of a almost kind of weak seven sauce, years. Like, kind of. Yeah. Well, I think I even remember because it's like who who had an Xbox that didn't have Halo Three. Right, and like that was that like a, I had Halo Three. I, I don't know. Though sometimes you know when they do these releases, it helps bump the multiplayer number. Right. And I will say, you know, like Halo, the first one, you know, you had to go, you had to hook up the, the LAN to play and stuff like that. You could play on a computer, but you had to like set it up specifically. Uh, and then Halo 2's multiplayer was like bonk. Everybody loved it. It was the best thing ever in the world. And then Halo Three was was really good too, and that implemented like the ob, like items and objects. I mean, I played the heck out of that, so, so it was good. I actually think I know why they did it though. Yeah, because backwards compatibility and the Xbox One was getting ready to come out, and if they gave it away the month before, people that didn't actually own it who got maybe got into 360 a little late, if they get it now and they carry it over to the Xbox One. Now they have one of the bigger mm-hmm. franchises available for them to play yeah. on on yeah. the Xbox One. That's the only thing I could think of because I just thought it was weird because it's seven years later, like I felt like yeah. that probably could have come out and been a different game there. Yeah. I will say, I mean, yeah, Far Cry 3 is good. Dragon's Dogs is good. Yeah, I don't know. Might and Magic. I mean, if you like card games, that's kind of the thing. Right. Are, what's the game, that the card game that's like the biggest? What's, what's the name of it? You know what Magic. I'm talking about? 
Oh yeah. What's the next biggest one? Oh, my... uh, one that's something Pokemon? heart heart stone. Oh, heart stone. Heart stone. Heart that... stone. Isn't that the name of yeah. something like that? That's yeah, pretty yeah, big. Yeah. I you know downloaded and played it, and it's one of those that I'm like, I get why why this is fun. It's just right. I don't know you card game. Um, I played it. I played Hearthstone a little bit. I can't, I've never been able to get into Magic. It's too much. I yeah. don't know what it is. Um, I've played Hearthstone for a little while. My buddy Jeff was like trying to get all the collectibles one one month, mm-hmm. and he needed help. And it, if you had friends that played and whatever, so I got on. I played it hardcore for a month, yeah. but I was never. Eh. Having said that. Um, I will play the shit out of Gwent anytime mm. because mm. like I got that game kind of just you were like okay yeah like, I get this it was really funny because at one point so that's a game I'm not allowed to play I'm not allowed to play Witcher without my wife being in the room there's a rule that she set mm-hmm. so that she could make sure she's in the room she and wants follows to toss the story. a coin to that Witcher she does want you know to toss what I mean toss a coin <laughs> of course um, uh, it's Henry Cavill I would like to toss a coin to that Witcher uh, <laughs> hey uh, speaking of Witcher two. Like, Which are two, it yes, is in production. They, got, it's in production. They've got stills out. Um, yeah. Also, he was just recently in Enola Holmes. I highly suggest people yeah. see that. It was a good. My daughter, I, t- I saw the preview for it, and she likes the girl that plays. Yes, she, she, um, oh, Enola Holmes. Yeah, Enola Holmes, but what's her name in? Millie Bobby Brown Millie is her Bobby name. Brown. And what's her name in? Eleven. Thank you. <laughs> Stranger <laughs> Things. The winner goes to. Uh, so, Stranger but Things. she likes her. And so I told, I said, you should watch it. And she did, which she never usually listens to me, but she watched it and was like, that was really good. Yeah, it was like, like Monica and I got done watching it. I was like, I want more of this. And I guess even Netflix is now saying they're thinking of doing a Sherlock spinoff with, with Cavill. Let's be honest too. Henry Cavill looks like, seems like the coolest guy. He really does. And coolest guy. He could be the biggest prick in the world. And people would be like, well, look at him. I mean, he he, can't, he he can't. No, he's the coolest guy in the world. I've always talked about how. So like right under he, Jason Statham. What? Right under Jason Statham because he's got that accent. We'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> I always have talked about how when he got cast as Superman, he jumped straight into the Clark Kent persona. The man started following Royals, the Chiefs, things in Kansas City. He secretly goes to Royals and Chiefs games like Incognito. Awesome. His dog's name is uh, Crypto. Like yeah. he's just he delved into it and he like starts. He loves the Midwest out here. He's just like one of those guys where you're like, hey, man. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't build PCs, but I watched him build the PC, and I was like, that's that's cool. Right. That he enjoyed that. A, a PC build that finally women can enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I read that comment somewhere, too. Yeah, it was exactly. like, yeah. So I, I saw a friend I'm just of mine. Gonna was watch, like, Emily, even Emily was like, hey, I'm going to watch this PC build. I'm thinking about, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, who's, who's oh, I. Yeah, gotcha. I get, I get gotcha. why you're watching this now. Um, and there, uh, another friend of mine is like was talking about how he goes, "Hey, so what games do you play?" And he says, "Oh, would you play Xbox, PlayStation, PC?" Yeah, like I yeah. Just, this is who I am. Like, he wasn't a prick about well, it. No, he was he, like, "Nope." His response was even better than that because he was like, "PC." Like it yeah. was like, "Dude, no!" Like you don't play on consoles; you play on PC if right. you're going to play this game. Yeah. So yeah, he seems like a coolest guy. If you ever want to come join us, Henry Cavill, yes, we'll be happy to yes. have you here. And he's apparently still in the running to play James Bond, which I'm all for. I will, I will watch. I had heard month. that. Um, man, my naming right now. Who played Venom? Tom oh, Hardy. Tom Hardy. I yeah, Tom I Hardy saw that. Got it. I saw that, but apparently nothing's been made official. I, I don't like that I, as a casting. I don't like it either, dude. Uh, Idris Elba, please just play do James it. Bond. Yeah, that's what yes. I wanted to play James Bond. He is suave. As all get out, and he's got—I know—he's got the build. Yeah. He's got the look. I mean, 
he would be an amazing yeah. Bond. Holy crap. This is true. Why hasn't this happened? I don't, I have no clue. I know, and I know a lot of people want it too. Yeah. It's like all over the internet. You know what? I'm you okay with like, him. I don't even, you know what? I shouldn't even say like, give me a female Bond too. I'm good right. with it. Like, let's like blend this. Like right. we don't, it doesn't have to be a white male. No. Like just let's make this as like, hey, she's, this is a license. She's not British, but I'm a huge Viola Davis fan. And I think she could probably pull off a, a James Bond. Hey man, as long she's, as they're, yeah, as long as they're hardcore, man. Yeah, she would be awesome. She played an amazing Waller in Suicide Squad. Just a complete and utter bitch is what yeah. like and like somewhere when you look at because that's always the Amanda Waller persona in the DC comics is you look at her and she'll just kill you. She doesn't care. She'd yeah. be the, the type of person who just pull a gun out and shoot you in the head. And when they casted her for Vi- for for her, Viola Davis for that for Suicide Squad, I was like. I don't Perfect. You just sold me. I go, yeah, okay. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. I wonder, she's in, uh, on HBO Max, um, I've been watching Lovecraft Country. Yeah. I she think, on that? I think she might be in it. Huh. Now that you Let's mentioned her like that. It's, 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 it's good. Is it? I've heard it's, it's good. It's very gory. Yeah. It's very fantastical, however right. you want to say it. That's not a word, but it is. And so it's one of those that you're like, this is very odd, right? <laughs> but I like it. And I was telling Emily about it because there's shows that like she's always like, "Don't watch stuff without me," because like I'm always I get bummed right. when I don't have anybody to talk to it about. Because right. I'm like, "Man, did you see that?" But I was telling her about like the premise, and she's like, "Oh no," because I watched that and I watched Raised by Wolves, which had a season finale. You were the person I knew that would watch that because yeah. I saw that on there, and I was like, "Somebody I know said they watched Raised by Wolves," yeah. and I can't remember. Yeah, who it was. and so I watched both of those, and I was telling her the premise of both, and she's like. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't want to watch either. So I was like, okay, good. <laughs> uh, all right, back on topic. Sorry. Yeah. That um, was a long tangent. That was I'm a little, very long tangent. It's okay. But it's Henry Cavill. And yeah, just, he's awesome. He's awesome. He played a Witcher, so it was a video game. So it really wasn't that he's far off of the Witcher. Tangent. Man, I hope they, like, I would like to know, like, the scenes with him and Yennefer where they kind of became a little bit more people instead right. of, like, caricatures. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Give yeah. me more of that. Yeah. Dive a little bit more in depth with. I think they will because it'll go back into his his like backstory. Right. More. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to that. All right, I'm, I'm stuck. Um, <laughs> back to video games, Sam. Um, I thought so. We kept referencing how PlayStation seemed to be following a trend mm-hmm. of what they had done in the past, um, and we've talked a lot about how COVID has affected everything this year. So I decided, and I and I even said in an episode, you know what, I should just go back and look to see what PlayStation did on their last time and this time thing. So I did that, and I did it with both systems. Um, we'll do Xbox first, because I find Xboxes to be interesting because it seems a little more... Random? Well, it's I, not, I wouldn't even say random. I would say I feel like they were a little more forceful in what they were doing but I think they got screwed up by COVID. Mm, okay. Does that make sense? Yep. That makes so, sense. Um, <laughs> and this is a little bit different. I really wish I would have done this a little bit differently. So the Xbox One was announced and shown at, um, I'm not, the, I'm sorry, the Xbox Series X and S. Or not at the S, just the X. They just showed the S. The Xbox Series X was shown in December of last year with uh, at the Video Game Awards. They kind of blew everybody away. It was very forceful. So the December before the year comes out, the Xbox One wasn't announced, shown, 
or given a price until until May of 2013. They were like, they just did their own presentation in May of 2013, a full year before the system comes out. Or no, the same year, the same year the system mm-hmm. comes out. Yeah. So May, June, July, August, September, October, November, six months. That's the, all the information you had. Um, so they, they waited till May to do their own event. Whereas Microsoft showed you the X almost a full year before it came out. Gotcha. Just yeah. say here. Um, pre-orders went live after E3 on the Xbox One. Um, the release date was also announced. I'm getting confused as to how I wrote this, and I'm sorry. Like I said, I wish I would have <laughs> written this a little differently. Uh, so the pre-orders for Xbox One were announced June 10th. Way more leeway than what they did with the X uh, because the X was announced September 22nd. Um, the release date was announced September 4th for the Xbox One. Uh, September 12th for the X. So the release date was at least announced around the same time. Uh, and the release date's only 10 days, 12 days apart. The Xbox One released on November 22nd. The X is releasing November 10th. They, I, I think they were going to try to get the same thing going this year. Where, because they, uh, boom, hey, we're showing you the thing at Game Awards, right? And I think they were going to be way more upfront quicker than they had in the past. And I think with everything that happened with COVID in March, I think it screwed up their whole thing. Because then I think they got into this weird little match with Sony was, well, crap. What are we doing? Because we talked about this earlier. There were rumors it was might have even released earlier in the year, right? So the PS4 was announced also the same year it was released, but in February. Uh, whereas the PlayStation 5 was announced at E3 last year. So, I mean, they at least they, they, they didn't show you anything. They just acknowledged, hey, we're making it, Right. So a year before, they're just like, hey, we're making a PS5, which was stupid because I think everybody knew that next year, everybody knew 2020 was going to be the new console year. Um, But they gave more advanced notice than they did with the PS4. Um, Everything else was was basically shown at E3 on June 11th for the the PlayStation 4. Um, The price, the pre-orders went live the same day which Microsoft did that. Their pre-orders went live for the Xbox One the same day as the announcement at E3. Um, the system look, the price, and the pre-orders, all done at E3 in 2013. Um, PlayStation 5, June 11th, which is basically the, the first look was basically the same time because that's when E3 would have been. So that kind of stayed the same. Um, the price, September 15th, the price on well, but see, Xbox One showed their price the same time in May. They they were up front. They were like, "Hey, this is how the Xbox One's going to be priced." They waited till E3 to do it on the PS4. Um, the release dates were announced within a month of each other, the same. Um, and the release date is actually almost the exact same for the PS4 and the PS5. I just think that the summer aspect of everything, I think it hindered them being able to the PlayStation do their announcements at E3 and I think it stalled Xbox man could you imagine a world where the console is going off this timeline released in June right could you well, imagine that, that well that's like, what, that's why I'm like when they come out in December and say here's the box yeah I think they had a way more 
aggressive timeline approach. Yeah. And I think Sony was always going to stick with the same thing, but Sony got hindered by COVID. Yeah. And I think they were both hindered by COVID, but in different ways. Oh, 100%. But they, because they were, but even though they were hindered in different ways, it affected them to where they started paying too much attention to each other. Because I really yeah. do think Microsoft was like, I don't, we don't care what Sony's doing. We're going we're we're gonna gonna to do everything. So, yeah, could our you way. imagine E3 happens? They've got the stage and they're like, really big announcement. Here's the box. Here's the S. Here's the price. It's releasing in June, July. Boom. Right. Just drop the mic, walk out. Right. And because. And it, I, I would say it kind of would have hurt Sony because they would have got a six-month yeah. differential. But at yeah. the same time, Sony sticks to what they're doing, which right. I think they would have stayed exactly how they were doing with the PlayStation 4. I think it's just it's very interesting to see that how COVID affected them differently mm-hmm. but caused them to do the same thing. Yeah. it's. I liked what you said there about pay a little bit too close attention to each other because I 100% agree with you there. I think yeah. that it kind of helped it had them both focus a little bit into like, well, you know what? I feel like PlayStation's kind of doing their own thing, but I do feel like Microsoft like was like, we got to wait for Sony to do some things. Right. We got to wait for this where like even their pricing, when it kind of like leaked out, did they already have that? Like were that, was that kind of their plan already? Right. And they're just like, all right, here it is. Like, let's just do right. it, you know? And I, I don't know. It's like, it would have been an interesting world where COVID never happened to see what, how this timeline would have gone down. Yeah. I think we could be sitting here. You could have your series X or I could have my series X in our, you know, our living room right now. You what you got to wonder if maybe like one of the reasons Xbox stalled or Microsoft stalled was maybe they were like, maybe there were rumors. They weren't sure if Sony was actually going to end up releasing now because of COVID with, with everything taking place in Mm -hmm. and around China and Japan, Mm -hmm that was going to affect Sony more than it was going to affect Microsoft. Yeah. And I wonder if they stalled a little to say, wait, let's not stick, you know, like let's see what they're doing because if they come out and say, this is unfortunately caused us to move our release to spring or something. Mm-hmm. Now Microsoft can completely control the entire summer and holiday. Yeah. And I, I wonder if maybe there were like, too many behind the scenes. I don't know which would have caused Microsoft to be like, just wait for Sony to say something. But then it got into a match where Sony was like, well, we're not going to reveal anything well, until Microsoft and let's, reveals But anything. let's be honest. Maybe this is not the worst thing, too, because in a world where now, granted, COVID haven't had this came out in summer sometime, the Xbox Series X. I don't know that Halo would have been more ready had COVID not happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know a world that the state of where the game was when we saw it was be- would be better without COVID. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it would be things would have gone a little smoother. Maybe the details would have been there, but I just don't know. It looks like it was, you know, rough around the edges. I mean, the thing is, is like you think about a game that we've seen that looks, you know, fantastic, like um, CD Projekt's Red, Cyberpunk, you know, yeah. has looked good pretty much most every time I've seen it. I'm like, man, it looks good. You know, things look intact. You compare it into Halo Infinite, which is supposed to be, you know, like kicking off kind of the next gen, even though it's still, you can be played on the Xbox One. I don't know. Unless something really went wrong internally, which we'll never know about. Well, no, yeah, we'll never know. It's one of those that I'm just like, eh. So, who knows? Um, Since you brought up CD Projekt Red, last little thing I wanted to talk about. How do you like that? Segway. Segway. Um, The Samway. That's right. The same way. That sounds weird. Um, the so same way, Subway. What's really funny about this note 
is I was planning to talk about this a week ago, a week and a half ago. Um, we've been a little delayed in recording the next episode because of life. Um, CD Projekt Red had announced that they will be adding a mandatory fifth working day uh, crunch time to finish up Cyberpunk, which really, and I even looked at it, it was like, oh, so like the last week and a half, they're like saying, let's do this. Let's get this done. We have to get it done. Um, but since then, they have gone gold. The game is gold. So now they're, from everything I've read, they're just working on the, the first, the, the last of the bugs for the first update. And uh, they received a lot of backlash for this because they've said in the past, a year ago, they, they were like, hey, we want, don't really want mandatory crunch to be a thing. Um, and apparently even throughout the year, at some points they said some people already kind of have been crunching or were adding an extra day. But they came out and said, it's all going to be like, we're going to ask you to. You have the right to say no. Um, you get paid overtime. You get paid for the hours you're putting in. There's not, you know, they're, they're not just making you work and not get paid for mm -hmm. it. Um, but they still caught a lot of grief because like um, Rockstar and even Sony, Sony San Diego Monica with um, God of War, there was a lot of talk about poor or not God, not uh, Monica, Santa Monica, Naughty Dog, mm -hmm. with uh, mm -hmm. Last of Us Two. Yeah. There was a lot of talk of, you know, the work conditions and the hours that people were putting in, right. and like it, whether it was fair, or good or not. But what seemed where I feel like I seem like, like working on this podcast. Hey, yeah, just, just kidding. Whatever. Um, <laughs> the big difference I feel like I'm seeing in the di in between CD Projekt Red and what they've done, and what. Um, Naughty Dog and Rockstar were doing is it seems like months before the games were released they were putting in 12 to 15 hour days 6 to 7 days a week you know they weren't at home they weren't mm -hmm. you know um, whether they were paid for it or not I don't know but it seemed like for months this was like how they were doing their crunch time whereas this got down to hey we're a couple weeks away Let's just buckle down. Um, and as I said this earlier, as someone in a production line of business, that shit happens. Like when you have stuff you have to get done and out. And something I found very interesting is not only are they getting their overtime for this. I didn't know that I didn't know they did this, but CD project red gives their employees 10% of their sales at the end of the year. So, I, and I did a little research. In 2018, their income, their gross was 56.2 million. They had 1,200 employees. At 10% of that is $5.6,000 each. Nice. Or, nice I'm sorry. Yeah. That, yeah, that's right. And I was like, okay. You know, that's yeah. pretty good. Um, last year, and they had a big help from Witcher. Yeah. From the the thing, they the one hundred and twenty four million. Ten percent is ten thousand dollars each. Yeah. Like, Sweet. I don't. That's that's a good bonus oh, at the sure. end of the year on top of any overtime you made. Yeah. If I got those kind of, you know, if at the end of the year my boss said, "Hey, we made X amount in your department." Yeah. Here's a percentage of it. I'd be like. You're doing the uh, National Lampoon family vacation. Right. We're putting a pool in. <laughs> We're putting a pool in. <laughs> We're getting the pool. Um, 
and a lot of people have just been dogging CD Projekt Red for it. Hardcore. I want to play Devil's Advocate just here for a okay. second. Maybe it's time for their to eat their humble pie. And just because I think they said this is our, this is a you know a company that they could have just not said anything, as the other companies are crunching. Right. And maybe that's like sometimes you have to realize if you're going to go out there and say we don't really advocate for this, you're going to have to look down the line, and if this ever comes up, you're going to have to realize you're going to have to just be like, all right, we said something, but well, they even did. They said, look, we realize this isn't where we were wanting to be here. Yeah. We said they like they acknowledged that. But even with the acknowledgement, you got to understand that then you're going to have people saying, well, you said this was not ever going to happen, and that just that alone is enough for people to say, dude, you said this wasn't going to happen. Even though you're apologizing, it doesn't make it right. Right. Just playing devil's advocate. No, no. You're eating eating your humble pie now and just say, you're right. We said it wasn't going to happen. It's happening. Our bad. Which is, they are. Right. But they have to accept it. Right. Um, I want to read, if you're okay with this, it's it's a little lengthy, but a a Reddit post. Oh, that's real lengthy. Oh, you'll suck it up and deal with it. Well, can you do it at two times speed? No. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Buckle in, folks. It's it's mandatory overtime. Three paragraphs. (laughs) Mandatory overtime. Um, I guess I did get a Coke for this. You did get a Coke. I'll tell you what. I'll read the first two paragraphs, and that's it. And they're not that long. Um, As someone who works this, somebody posted this, a user, Soda Skulger? Oh, that's me. Oh, that makes sense. Um, As someone who works in one of the most competitive industries on Earth right now, which is uh, renewable energy, let me just say a few things. I'm not even going to touch on crunch because it exists in every industry on the planet as overtime. Mandatory overtime is less common and it sucks, but I care for more about those folks being fairly compensated for mandatory overtime than I do about mandatory overtime itself. In the case of CDPR, it does sound like those developers are getting paid for their overtime and getting their some percentage of the profit sharing on top of that. We can debate whether that is enough, but the fact that CD Projekt Red are doing that is at all is good. Most companies would absolutely not do that. Uh, I do want to say that some of you have an absolutely delusional view of understanding of how managing and paying teams and hundreds of hundreds of thousands of people or hundreds of people. I just I think I think I just want to add the word thousands of that um, hundreds of people actually works. What I do in renewable energy is actually incredibly similar to the gaming industry in the way that we have to ramp up in resources to achieve substantial computation comp, completion of a project. Much like a, in group development, we might go through engineering, pre-production, and in the gaming world, um, of a project for up to even a year before we ever actually break ground on a project. Uh, when we do start the construction, we need to entirely different skill set of people from what we have had before that. Now, instead of designing engineers, draftsmen, contract specialists, and recruiting, we need dozer operators, unskilled laborers, foremen, and electricians. There is no scenario where we can pay those 200 to 300 plus people for a full year before the project kicks off and still be profitable as a company. Game development is no different. I mean, it makes sense. I stopped listening when you said, I'm going to read the first two paragraphs. I know you did. (laughs) Anyways, the guy made a a lot of good points in his little post. and And I even replied saying, this is basically how I feel. As somebody who works in an industry where I have to put in the overtime to make sure orders reach a completion date. Like there's no, I don't have the option. If I have 5,000 shirts or, or polos that are supposed to be embroidered for a large customer and somebody calls in sick, it still has to be done. 
And I feel like you're not listening to me still. Still has to be done 5,000 shirts. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Listening. I'm listening. (laughs) Here's a question for you. Okay. As a someone as a healthcare professional, mm-hmm. do you, don't you feel that there are times that you're you have to work more than mm-hmm. you were supposed to because yeah, absolutely. guess what shit happens. Yeah, COVID is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? hundred percent. Like, I mean, the, the, an example today, in all honesty, is that my the other person that basically is my counterpart at the work. When I'm not there, she's there primarily, except on the weekend where the other people fill in for us. Um, she was sick today. They sent out a text to say, is anybody willing to fill in? Is, can somebody pick up? I was like, I can do it. Because, I mean, I, I'm off, and luckily right. my wife was home. So I was like, I can do it. It's my hospital. I feel like a little ownership to that place. And so I went in and do it, and I'm just like, is it my favorite thing? I'll, would I rather be off? Yeah. But yeah. I would rather people get good care at my hospital and be seen in a, a timely manner. Right. See, and I have, I've had this, I had, I had this argument with one of my coworkers because – we had an issue where, so I am a department head. I, I am responsible for everything that happens in my department. And uh, one of my, he was having a bad day and I kind of let it slide, but I still had a, a nice little argument with him over it because he put a logo on an item that honestly probably wasn't the best color combination, but not neither our salesperson or the customer said they wanted it changed. Now, protocol for me something I've always done and I've always told them to do is we are the ones making the item. If in our opinion, something doesn't look right, don't do it. Ask somebody, make it a suggestion, do whatever. And I had seen it and I had said, you know, he was, they didn't put it on there. I don't care. It's not my problem. And I looked at him. I said, you need to understand one thing in particular. And I said it to everybody that was in the room at the moment, everything you guys do, you hear about it from me, but I hear about it from everybody else. You have one point of contact, and that's me. And I will talk to you about it. But quite literally, anything you guys do is a reflection of me because I'm the one in charge of the department. So not only do I hear it from our boss, I hear it from the customer. I hear it from you know, other production people. I hear it from, like, you need to understand that we work together as a team. So, like, when one of us needs to pick up the other person's slack, that's another example of that. Like, one of the guys right now, his wife is pregnant. He's been missing time to go, and they, were, they thought there were maybe some issues with the baby. So, he's been taking extra time off to go to doctor's appointments with his wife so they can be informed together, so on and so forth. I get that. That's fine. But I've asked everybody else, on top of me helping myself, I need you to do this. And there's a lot of frustration about it, but they understand it has to get done. Do you want to get paid? It kind of goes to, it goes down to that. It's like, do you yeah. want a paycheck? You get paid because we, mm-hmm. the company gets paid and this is part of yeah, it. Yeah. There's that whole like hashtag, this isn't my job. And it's like, no man, that like, that's the right. wrong way to think about stuff because everybody suffers right. because you're not willing to do your job right. It's just like, let's try to keep the world clean. Let's try to take care of each other. Let's, you know, love one another. Let's show each other respect. Like, just because you feel wronged or something doesn't mean that you should pass that on to somebody else or that like, it's just because you're like, well, this isn't what they, and it's like, no man, like right. that's not okay. Just because the people I take care of 
didn't take care of their health in one way or another doesn't mean I should just be like, that's their problem, man. It's like, right. no, guess what? My job from this point forward is to educate them on why they need to make these changes and what benefit is going to benefit from them and what the risks are if they don't. Like, there's no point in me, like, talking down to them because, like, what is that going to achieve? And it's right. the same with anything else. I mean, you got to think about it that way. Yeah. Um, that's really all I had. There's a lot of filler in this episode because I just was doing a lot. You were stat happy. Doing a lot of. You were statastic. Statastic. <laughs> um, we are only what four weeks away from the release? from console releases. I'm so ready. I am so ready for this. I am. I am too. I'm kind of excited about. I feel it's, like there's something newness. I also feel like people are just gonna like hush. Because they're going to have their They'll shut everybody up because yeah. they'll have their, all pre, their pretty have toys. They'll console to have and just enjoy it. And it's like, you know what? And kind of like we've said back on previous podcasts, we're, you're not going to have the showpiece game right no. off the bat. It's not going to be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be years, there. Right. right. It's not going to be there. And it'll be exciting to have a new piece of hardware, but it's not going to like change your life by any means. And if you think a piece of hardware is going to change your life, you're probably not living life how you should you have different priorities you need exactly. to work on exactly and like don't get me wrong i get it like i love games i enjoy them and it's something that has been a big piece of my me growing up and so i'm like i understand where people come from where they're like man i identify and i'm like no i get it but there's a whole world out there and it's what i tell my kids i'm like there's so much out here don't make your world in this like little right. space yeah. this is not your world your world's everywhere so yep. But on that note, on that note, enjoy your games. Enjoy your games.